Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from Wednesday of the 23rd week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, in regard to virgins, I have no commandment from the Lord, but I give my opinion as one who, by the Lord's mercy, is trustworthy. So this is what I think best because of the present distress, that it is a good thing for a person to remain as he is. Are you bound to a wife? Do not seek a separation. Are you free of a wife? Then do not look for a wife. If you marry, however, you do not sin, nor does an unmarried woman sin if she marries. But such people will experience affliction in their earthly life, and I would like to spare you that. I tell you, brothers, the time is running out. From now on, let those having wives act as not having them, those weeping as not weeping, those rejoicing as not rejoicing, those buying as not owning, those using the world as not using it fully. For the world in its present form is passing away. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, listen to me, daughter, see and bend your ear. Listen to me, daughter, see and bend your ear. Hear, O daughter, and see, turn your ear, forget your people and your father's house. So shall the king desire your beauty, for he is your Lord, and you must worship him. Listen to me, daughter, see and bend your ear. All glorious is the king's daughter as she enters. Her raiment is threaded with spun gold. In embroidered apparel she is borne in to the king. Behind her the virgins of her train are brought to you. Listen to me, daughter, see and bend your ear. They are borne in with gladness and joy. They enter the palace of the king. The place of your fathers your sons shall have. You shall make them princes through all the land. Listen to me, daughter, see and bend your ear. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Raising his eyes toward his disciples, Jesus said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude and insult you, and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven. For their ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich! for you will receive your consolation. But woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The grass is always greener in someone else's backyard. Yeah, not really. I met some friends recently for dinner, and I arrived early, so I had a few minutes to kill before going to the restaurant. While walking along the street, I came upon a small park-like area, and the grass was beautifully manicured. There was a bench there, so I decided to sit there and people watch. When I crossed from the pavement to the grass, however, I realized something. The grass wasn't really grass. It was plastic. Probably very expensive plastic, but plastic nonetheless. But the illusion was nice while it lasted, which obviously wasn't very long. Honestly, when I read the first reading for today, my gut was to ignore it and to write about the gospel instead. St. Paul's letters are great, but there are occasional passages that don't mesh well with modern sensibilities. 
read in isolation, today's uh, passage doesn't present a very positive image of marriage. In, in fact, the geniuses in charge of parsing the lectionary passages must have been running out of steam when they got to this point in the day. Anyway, in context, Paul doesn't seem like such a grump. If you read, if you read this section in, in the context of the entire chapter and the entire section, in fact, if you read the whole section in entirety, it, it makes a lot more sense. Paul's message is really captured in the latter part of what we read today. Everyone's vocation in this life is unique. Some people are married, some are not. If you're married, be a good spouse. If you're, if you're not married, don't assume that you're some sort of reject because you haven't found a spouse. Otherwise, you'll find somebody to marry, and he or she will be as authentic as the fake grass I was walking on. Everything we experience in this life is temporary, and thus illusory. Even the legitimately, perfectly manicured lawn will eventually dry up and die. Sorry for all you lawn-obsessed folks out there, but it's true. I read a celebrity interview recently about a young male actor who had to work insanely hard to get in perfect shape to, to play some sort of superhero role, if I recall. I don't remember the exact actor, sorry, so I, I don't have the details probably perfectly right. But he admitted that being in such perfect shape was actually unhealthy. Why? Because it's not real. You can't maintain it. You have to work out like a maniac and eat only grilled chicken and quinoa for 18 days straight and drink gallons of water. Who does that? And why? When you're 80 years old, you're still going to be running to the bathroom at 3 a.m. That's my St. Paul, uh, you know, realism coming out, I guess. St. Paul says in, in uh, the last part of today's passage, I tell you, brothers, the time is running out for the world in its present form is passing away. That's not to say you shouldn't live your best life, but live your best life and don't try to live somebody else's. You and I are different. God made us that way. Discern what God is asking of you and do it well, but don't be crazy and don't become fake grass. You'll be miserable and you don't want that and neither does the Lord. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day.